Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, folks. First, I, uh, I have to address something very serious here. Um, the podcast was not on iTunes last week. It was, I know, too. I know, I know a lot of you are thinking, boy, that idiot Dan is at fault for this. And no, that's, that's crazy talk because uh, leaders need to lead. And you can't fault me for having an imbecile at the helm here. You, you can't me fault me for trusting. Me more. You can't fault me for trusting a complete buffoon to do a competent person's job. So don't blame uh, this numbskull. Blame me, because it is 110 percent my fault uh, that Dan is incompetent. Listen, there's <laughs> there's two folders, okay? Yes, right. There's WEI podcasts, right? And that's the one I hit. Okay. Yeah. And then this there's is, like WAH. Uh, we're above. W- we're above e- w- we're, we're, bu- we're better than just a WEI podcast. This is Blind Mike's trash. Well, we are one. I put us. I put us in the. Ge- I put us in the general folder. Okay. All right. So well, it's hey. not, I thought you know Mike. I, I, your I thought our listeners were smart and they could find it. Well, that's a gross <laughs> overstep. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, subscribe on iTunes because we are. Uh, trash talk on iTunes. It might be on there, it might not. Five, five, yeah, <laughs> well, you never know. That's the fun with this show. You never know if you'll be able to listen to the episodes that come out. Uh, so, much more important things to get to. We have a, a opening guest guest. Our first, our first uh, in studio guest with us. I'm the first one. Yes. Well, Ever? we had we had Smitty on the phone, but uh, oh, you're the first. Okay. You're the first, first in studio that guest. agreed to come in here with us. Yeah. yeah. People don't like to look at me when they talk to me. Like the phone is fine, but it's like I'm just unpleasant to be in the same room as. The phone is so tough, first, though. Yeah. Oh, the phone's much worse. Because you can't read what they're they're thinking or what right. they're saying or yeah. That's yeah, much no, the tougher. phone is terrible. Yeah, because there's no there's no timing. Like for any right. jokes or anything, there's no. No, because and yeah. then there's also if there's some kind of delay or something, there's it's rough. Like right, and then thirty seconds later, yes, that's a good point. Uh, and you get the crackling. Yeah. and it's like I can't hear you, and you're breaking up, <laughs> and yeah, you get none of that in the studio. Yeah, Lucy Burge, by the way. I like when Hi. people feel the need they like the title in the title will say Lucy Burge. I don't know why I feel the need to I introduce still need you. introduction. But yeah, Lucy does. Lucy Burge is with us. And uh, for those of you that don't know Lucy, uh, I was first introduced to her by uh, the at the time Dennison Callahan program, right? You're yes. on Dennison Callahan? Yes. That was almost 3 years ago, right? That two was and a half? two almost 2 years ago. Feels like just yesterday. 2 years ago. I was month. listening to Lucy Burge on the air. Uh, so you were on the air with Dennis Callahan and you still work at EI now. You were I was saying last week when I was talking about having you on uh, that you wear a lot of hats here. What is your what are your jobs here at WEI? I have many. I've okay. had many. I've been here for <laughs> three years now. Um, I started as an intern for Dale and Holly. Um, and then, um, no, I started on Planet Mikey. So I worked my <laughs> way from the night shift to, like, the morning show and then back up. And here you are in Trash Talk. Uh, yeah, there are. Yes. What, a, what a whirlwind. <laughs> yes, here we are. Um, yeah, so now I write for the website. Okay. And I do some part-time producing. Very nice. Yes. And you produce for... Ordway and um, Mud at Night also, right? Yes, Mud at Night also. Is, I have to just get to the bottom of something. Is Mutt as much of a monster as he seems like? He seems I, like a, a terrible guy to work for. So I love Mutt. Yeah. Um, I haven't produced a show that he's been on yet. Oh, because he he's never, never on. Mutt at Night, yes. Mutt at Night never has Mutt. Never <laughs> Mutt, yes. So it's a lot of Villani. Okay, well, you're lucky because yeah. I imagine Mutt you know, throws things and yells. Such and a diva, Mutt. Yeah, that's how I picture him. But, um, so 
you do uh, also you do a lot of writing for the website. Yes. Um, what do you write about? Because I know for a time you were writing about. The Kirk and Callahan show. Yes. So right? there was a, a post show. Uh, there's the podcast, which they still have, which right. is fantastic. Um, and then the post show recaps, which I did for a little bit. Um, and then they decided that maybe writing about what happens on that show and actually saying it is very different. Um, so if something controversial happens on that show, like the Gary Tangway thing that happened, which is when I stopped um, writing, <laughs> okay. um, they thought, well, maybe in print, it's not the best idea to have it live. They that get very way. worried around here. Yes. They get very worried. We don't yes. want it in writing. They, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. So it lives on the air, but not so much in writing. So they thought maybe okay. that wasn't the best avenue to take that. But then I started doing some uh, pieces about um, people here, like uh, Kirk, I mean, not Kirk, Curtis and. Um, Ken. Yep. Um, I did that one um, and I've done a couple others for them and now I just do kind of straightforward um, like news posts okay. um, with some opinion, a little bit of opinion sprinkled in, that kind of thing. So I want to get for, I want to get to your uh, time with the uh, Dennis and Callahan show, but first um, mm-hmm. what is your goal here? Like what would you ideally want to be doing? You want to be on air, right? I do, okay. um, ideally, yeah. but I, you know, whatever. I, I just love working here. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've come to, to find like just anything here. Like, I'll so just... did you start? You wanted to do radio before you started here, or did you kind of grow into wanting to be like on air? I just wanted radio? to be in sports media in okay. general. I mean, I grew up a huge Red Sox fan, um, and just wanted to actually write about the Red Sox, which was my ultimate goal. But now, um, being here, uh, you know, anything to do with on air or anything like that. I went to journalism school, so anything right. to do with that, really. Yeah. So also, <laughs> this is. I, you you actually, uh, we followed each other on Twitter. We're mm-hmm. best friends now. Yes. Uh, so We did an event together. Yes. Yes. Oh, just a hell of a time. Oh, that was wonderful. Uh, it Wild. Was, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we followed each other on Twitter, and following you on Twitter kind of taught me uh, how sexist I am and didn't realize it, because I saw you start tweeting about sports and like annou- and shit that I'm interested in, and I was like, oh, well, I wasn't expecting that for some reason. Okay. And yeah. I was like... What a monster. Why wouldn't I be expecting that? But also, but I, just, that's I'm when not, I was kind of like, oh, I'd like to have her on the show. I feel like she'd be good for that. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. But I'm not, you know, like super great on Twitter. I'm not fantastic. No, no, no. I didn't say I great. Think... I said <laughs> <laughs> I said the stuff you talk about, I'm also interested. Yes. What would you expect that I would talk about? Uh, you know, uh, oh, uh, please tell Mike. makeup and uh, what a girl's <laughs> I, I, like. I, I, I don't could know. do that, too. <laughs> okay, I could do cool. that, too. I mean, yesterday I was tweeting about Jersey Shore. and you know, All right. Whatever. There you go. So there's yes. some of that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, but you. I also. Well, the thing that tipped me off was uh, you started tweeting about John Sterling, which we're going to talk about. Tomorrow. Oh, I, yes. Yeah, so I'm I a big in, John Sterling guy. Yes. So I grew up in Connecticut. Yeah. So a lot of uh, John Sterling. If there are parts of Connecticut where EEI does not come in, in the, the Providence station. Those so, poor people. Yes. So we would have to listen to Yankee games sometimes. It's a lot of Susan Waldman and John Sterling, oh, and so it's just he. I get a kick out of him, but yeah, I, I, he's the I could not listen to him seriously. Like I. Um, used to listen to Francesa on the way home from school sometimes, and I, c- I can't listen to him seriously. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, it's funny. Yeah, he, he's the, we'll, we'll get to him in a little bit. But uh, so I want to talk about uh, the, the. I originally remember hearing you on uh, the morning show when it was still Dennis and Callahan. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, well, let me start with this. <laughs> what are your individually? What were your experiences with uh, Minahan, Callahan? And then we'll get to someone else in a minute. But <laughs> what were your experiences with uh, Minahan and Callahan? Because um, a lot of people, because um, I go out and do events and stuff for uh, EEI a lot, mm-hmm. and immediately a lot of people say, uh, like, is Minahan, it, it was the same at Barstool, is Portnoy really an asshole? It, it's always, is Minahan really like that off the air? And my experience with him has been very limited, mm-hmm. but the opposite of how people assume he is. Like, he did my podcast, he didn't have to, he was very cool to me. Right, I remember um, that. Off air, the few times I've seen him. So, 
Yeah, he, he's been very good to me. So that's been my experience with him. What was uh, yours actually working for him? The same. I mean, yeah. Kirk and Jerry are awesome. Um, I feel like he wouldn't like that. A, yeah, that's a, true. A, he yeah. wouldn't like hearing he's it. He's the devil. No, yeah. he's awesome. Um, he and Jerry were great to me. They were very supportive. They still are. I mean, yeah. I still, yeah, they still are supportive, especially like on Twitter, or whatever the show, you know, retweet stuff. Um, no, Kirk and Jerry were fantastic, um, but they they warned me about Dino, and that's a lot of what uh. happened. And they were they're very nice about it and very kind of like um, so because the first day, the yeah. very first day. I was trying out for that producer position. Dino would text um, the other producer. I forget if it was Ken or Paul that day. Um, just these long show ideas that were terrible. <laughs> and yeah. calling Morning, us, fuckers. I've heard that's how he started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, he would just text us like these terrible, terrible ideas. And we didn't know what to do with this. So, I, I mean, I, I forget who I, if I told, oh, I texted Kirk and Jerry together and was like, just. Just like, hey, what is this? Like, is this normal? Like, <laughs> yeah. is this what happens? And they each called me separately, and they were like, yeah, this is... And Jerry, I remember, called me, and it was like 20 minutes of him just explaining Dino. No, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, just explaining, like, this is what happens, and this is, you know, how he does this. And like, it, But the texts were like, um, if you, you know, get your heads out of your asses. And yeah. like, and I was like, what the hell is... I mean, I wasn't, like, offended. I was just like, this is this, like, a sane person? Like, It's always this- amazing to me, and I mean... This is the most I've done is podcasting. So maybe who, who the fuck am I to talk? But it's always amazing to me when people get a job like that, which is a, a dream job. Like other than having to wake up at four in the morning or whatever, you're, you're talking for a living, shooting the shit, especially that show. You're shooting the shit, talking about interesting things. You're doing well in the ratings. It's a great job. And for people to be that miserable has always astonished me. Yes. Um, I, I don't I mean, I don't know what his Dino's life is like. I've heard stories, but right, I. Right. I mean, I don't know what the root of his um, his behavior is or whatever, but it was just strange. So, did he ever? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what you can talk about, really. But did he? What What was your interaction with him personally? Did he ever? You know, have any individual interactions with you? No, uh, no, no, no. Well, during no, so he would no, no, no. There were some texts to me personally, not yeah. to both producers. Okay, um, where he was telling me to go after Kirk and like you know all that stuff. <laughs> I and remember I, that. Yes. Yeah. So I, I was like, what is this? Um, so it's very weird. Yeah. It did become an HR thing. Um, so that's why management, at, the management at the right, time, right. It's different management now, um, was uh, not thrilled that I brought it up on the air. Yeah. Um, which I mean, it's a different time now. So I feel like if that happened now. Things would be different, like the Me Too era. Sure. So um, I feel, yeah, I feel like it would be different now. But at the time, it was kind of like, don't talk about it. Were there? Did he send you stuff that like made you uncomfortable? Or no, no, no just okay. kind of like weird. Just like, weird, just, yeah. Just strange, like just an odd. From everything I've heard, I've never met the guy. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be way off. But from everything I've heard, he's an odd guy. Very. Um, Try, tries to be too much of a character, almost like a little, yeah, yeah, like like the morning fuckers and all those goofy, like explain this to me, like I'm five. All these like catchphrases that you have, guys like that, I feel like are too much of a, it's too much of a put on, right? Yeah, You're not after, being yourself. After a while, there is definitely like a, a shelf life. I mean, he can, he'll, he repeats the same things a lot, or yeah. did, um, yeah. So he never sent me text while I was here. Before I was here, I. Um, a little bit. Like it was, it's weird. So <laughs> that's, you that's a whole different. How did he know story. you before you were here? So I was, when I was a senior in college, um, I, he followed me on Twitter 
and because I, I listen to the show. Well, I listen to the show and I would like tweet about. Yeah, the so show do I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he followed me. Um, but uh, so I just DM'd him one day and I did not know who he was. I mean, I knew who he was, but like his reputation, no idea. And I just said like, hey, if you have any advice, like to get into the business or whatever. And um, my and he said, send me a resume. Yeah, so, come on in, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, okay. So um, uh, yeah. So then I sent him my resume. My cell phone number was on my resume. He started texting me, and that's a whole other long story. But oh, it, was, it, it's, it was fine, but it's you know, it's one of, the, it's one of those stories. <laughs> what did that entail? Another, Anything? Another time. Oh, okay. Um, but he, um, yeah. So he, yeah. So um, never like never turned into something terrible, but it was it was weird for. All right, a while. we'll get to the bottom of that one. I'll get I'll get that out of you. Someday, actually. someday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he, uh, yeah. So um, and not that it matters now. I mean, he's right, so right. irrelevant that it doesn't even matter. Right. Um, but yeah, so that, I mean, but Kirk and Jerry were awesome. So yeah, they so, still are, so. so that experience, I guess, well, probably because, do you think that experience would have been different if Kirk and Jerry would have, uh, weren't there? Meaning, uh, would dealing with just Dino without sort of a, I don't know, a safety net for lack of a better term. If the show was just Dino. If the show was, oh, if you were just working for Dino. Out. It would, would be that, awful. But I'm saying if you went through it, do you think that would have discouraged you from doing radio at all? Like, would you still be here, do you think? You know what um, I mean? Does that I make sense? Know. The way yeah. I'm phrasing that? Yeah. So if it was like just Dino's show? Yeah. So I'm, what I'm saying is like you had the benefit of working with Kirk and Jerry who were nice guys. If you were working for Dino and he was still here, do you think you'd be like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to get the fuck out of here. And, or, or would you have tried to work for a different show and maybe a different stuck show. it out with ra- in radio? Yeah. yeah, maybe a different show. Yeah. Because um, I really enjoy doing radio. So it would, you know, and this is a great place to do it. So. Probably would have just tried a different a show when he's not here, like the afternoon show. When <laughs> right, he's right. Never here. Yeah. Did uh, did you ever have an official like audition when they were doing the uh, casting couch with Kirk and Callahan? I or... had an hour with them. Okay. Um, after the Bruce concert, which is what I would was... have had. Yes, and that's right. That's right. Swinging a miss. Snowstorm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did an hour with them. I was not great. Um. I was. Uh. I didn't. I. I should have. I thought back on this. I was like, I should have come with. Something, I mean, uh, Ken had told me what, or Curtis, they both kind of told me what they were thinking of talking about. So I tried, but, like, didn't quite get to the point of, like, what was it that you tried? memorable. Not tried, but, like, I, I was, you know, I had, I did a man on the street thing the night before at the Bruce concert. They okay. asked me to do that. And that did not, I didn't do a fantastic job See, with that. See, those are tough. It's funny. Tough. It's funny because you're, it sounds like your uh, first audition there was exactly the same as there was like a week uh, where Barstool was kind of trying to figure out what to do with me when I was still there. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like the end of my internship. It was like a weird time where the other interns that I came in with were leaving and they wanted to keep me around, but there wasn't anything for me to do necessarily. Just throw things at you. Yeah, yeah, other than throw wallets at <laughs> my face. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. So uh, in one week they had me on the rundown when Big Cat was out. So it was me, Portnoy, and KFC. Which is kind of intimidating, just like, you know, going in with Kirk and Jerry. It's kind of guys that you, you know, you listen to all the time, so it's like, oh, shit, I'm doing a show with them. And then also I had to do a man on the street thing um, for the Patriots uh, opener. Mm-hmm. It was after they won the uh, Seahawks Super Bowl. So I had to do that. And they they were both, like, fine. It was like, whatever. And the man on the street stuff is hard because it's like, what if I just happen to not talk to anyone interesting? Right. That's, you know what I mean? It so much depends on who you talk to. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, the questions you ask matter, too, but, like, also, you know, the response. If you get a great response, you're like, okay, I got it. Like, yeah. this, this could be good, but, you know. If you well, me and me and uh, Dana, when I was at Barstool, did a uh, – I don't mean to turn this into a Barstool thing. Yeah, no. But uh, we did a, a kind of a man-on-the-street thing, but it was at the beach. And the idea was to see, like – because Dana was an attractive girl and I'm me. 
So the idea was to see uh, like how people reacted differently to Dana and me, just uncomfortably, like, I would go up to them and, like, lay my towel down right next to them and start a conversation. It would just be awkward. Yeah. Um, and a couple people, like, went to the cops and try, <laughs> tried to get me arrested. Luckily, the cop walked over. And we see him walking towards us, and we're like, oh, fuck. And he goes, hey, how's Portnoy doing? So we're like, oh, content, th- right? thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if that went differently and they were like, hey, how's it going? And just didn't really give a shit that I was there, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, then we don't have a video. Right. You know what I mean? It goes from be- – it's all. It's basically all on them, more or less. It, yeah. it, it depends a lot on you too. But, right. uh, so it's tough. It's and then right uh, place, right time. Yeah, exactly. And it's also tough being in there for your first time. Like, yes. it's tough to be graded on that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. it's very, Especially just an hour. Um, yeah. I mean, not saying I'd get better in, like, three <laughs> hours. But, um, no, they're, it's intimidating being in there. I mean, right. I remember I went in thinking, like, oh, I know them. Like, this will be fun. No, you get in there. And once you're seated in there, it's a completely different thing. Yes. Because um, they are just – they're so good at what they do. And, if you I mean, obviously, I've never done this before. So I, they have a way of doing it. And, you know, you listen and you think, like, oh, I know, like, how they, how they work and what they do. And then you get there and they're like – and you're sitting there like, wow, they really, like, can do this flawlessly. <laughs> right. And I can't at yeah. all. It's, yeah. it's, it's different. And they've been doing it. I mean, Jerry's been doing it for 20 years. Right. Uh, so it's just different. And, you know, like, Portnoy, when I did uh, the rundown, he was like, eh, C-minus effort. Oof. Which I'm like, I mean, yeah. It's better than an F. But for my first be- time ever, that's not terrible. Right. <laughs> and and uh, I, this is my... If I if I have to point out one flaw in Minahan, because I think he's uh, the best broadcaster, certainly here, but the best that I listen to every day. Um, but my one problem with him is a lot. He's very, and a lot of it's shtick, I think. But he's very hypercritical of people for one thing, where it's like you go in for an hour, you're okay. It's like, well, they're done now. Where it's like, eh, I don't know if that's the right way to groom talent. You know what I mean? Like, unless they just think there's nothing there with you but yeah. it's like for your first time ever that's rough to just be like well never again you know what i mean yeah i mean it's it was okay because like it was different than like kevin from bristol because i knew like i'd still be around here sure i'd still like you know it's not like i that's why i haven't fucking completely killed myself yet is because <laughs> i had the one i missed they were like coming and do an hour and i believe maybe i'm totally maybe i would have fucking panicked and, <laughs> and died on the air but i believe i would have come in hot because I know Minahan would ask me about my beef with Pete Abraham. Yeah, so what would you have said? It was a different time. I mean, it was a different, like, stuff was going on. Yeah, was well, if I were you, or what would I have done in my... What would you have said if you sat down with them? What would be, like, how would you start with I them? imagine they would have asked me about this podcast, because it's the one relevant thing I do. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I imagine they would have asked me about this, and the media. So <laughs> I would have told the Pete Abraham story, which I think is good. I'm not really allowed to tell it on here. We had to edit it out once. Oh, okay. Yeah, please don't make more work for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We already uh, know I can't handle it, Mike. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, but I had, I had an incident with Pete Abraham. The abridged version is uh, me and Carabas said something about him on a podcast once, and he called me and threatened to sue me and insulted my mother. <laughs> oh, I so, kind of remember that, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's the, uh, the shortened version of okay. it. Um, so I would have told that story. I would have you know, been willing to uh, uh, shit on certain other shows they don't like that okay. I won't name. You know what I mean? Like, I would have yeah. been willing to shit on people, which I feel like they would have liked. Yeah. Um, and maybe I would have sucked at it, so maybe I'm wrong. But in my mind, I feel like that would have set me apart from, uh, you know, I f- who were the other guys in that day? Gilroy and uh, Ty Anderson. Oh, that's right. Where they're kind of just like, ah, it's, bo- it's boring. It's not, that's not necessarily their fault because, like, Gilroy's a basketball guy. That's boring to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not going to like that. Whereas I like – I have a lot of the similar interests as them where I like just shitting on people. Right. <laughs> so I, th- I feel like they would have enjoyed that. Uh, but, you know, missed opportunity. <laughs> but well, – so I would have – the reason I went into that uh, rant is that the, uh, the reason I'm not 
totally uh, crazy over it is because it's like, all right, I'm still here. I'm still doing a podcast. The, the casting couch is thin now. Hopefully, there's another day where someone bails on last minute and they're like, can you do an hour? It could happen. I doubt it. Now, I'm that, not... now that Tangway isn't there, he right. used to bail all the time. <laughs> right, the time. right, like, yeah. He would just be like, I can't. Now there's no fucking uh, squeaky wheel right. that, that'll go off the rails. Yes. Um, so, yeah, is there, uh, I, is there anyone here, other than Kirk and Jerry, who would you ideally do a show with? A show? Yeah, um, like so if, they, if they were saying, we're going to put you on weekends or nights or whatever. Um, so someone who's on the air. Yeah, now. someone. Well, yeah, I guess someone... Volani. I mean, Volani's been, he's on all the time. You think so? Um, no, I mean, I'm like, saying who would you want? Wise, I'm saying who would you want? want yeah, ideally, not Kirk and Jerry. Anyone else? I don't know, honestly. Yeah, I never even thought. I never really thought about it, just because I'm so into like producing now that I'm like, well, the, you know, this is what I'm doing, and these are the hosts for this and that, and um, yeah, I don't even know. You honestly. were doing stuff with Reamer for a little while, right? Oh, I did. That's true. That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if yeah, we're allowed to speak like, his name in, that, anymore, but <laughs> yes, I think more and more now we are. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, no, Reamer's fun to do a show with. Yeah. Um, so I was, yeah, tell, I mean, I was yeah. telling you, I, I respect Reamer because uh, I, bat, I, was on, I was doing Christian Arcan's show once a week. That's right. And of course he left, <laughs> so now I've got nothing again. Um, but I was doing Arcan's show, and he, it was around the time of the Reamer-Curtis thing. Mm-hmm. And he asked me about it, and uh, I think I called Reamer a weasel. I, I, I think John Dennis was ripping me off. I called Reamer a weasel first. Oh, so he probably heard you. Uh, yeah, he right, he stole it from mind. me. Yeah. Um, so I remember and me went back and forth, barely even back and forth, just mm-hmm. ma- mainly forth. <laughs> like it was mm-hmm. one exchange on Twitter. Um, and then, so I was like, uh, I felt like kind of a douchebag, but I hit him up a couple months later. Like, Hey man, if you want anyone to argue with at night, I know it's tough to do a four hour show, especially at that hour. Mm-hmm. Um, let me know. And he responded to me and he was very nice about it. Yeah. So well, I was like, okay, I, I respected him. I was like, he can take that type of shit without can. holding a grudge necessarily, yes. you know? he can. That's why he was good with Kirk and Jerry. I mean, he can take it and right. he can, that's all the more reason to have yeah. you on his show, really, and I think he understands that. Yeah, that made me gain a lot of, uh, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't give a shit if I respect him or not, but in my mind, it made me uh, gain a lot of respect for him. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, he's back doing stuff soon. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he did, so, his, he did uh, Britt McHenry post-show uh, recap in here, actually. Oh, did he? Uh, after her appearance on the morning show. Uh, so he's back a little bit. Okay. And he's doing uh, the Minahan podcast next week, I think. Uh, that's right, he is. So that hopefully that uh, uh, opens some doors back up for him, yes. that he's able to do more on-air stuff again. Yeah. Um, so you don't have a, a real answer for who you would do? Uh, who I do? Who you would do a show with? Um, I, I mean, I guess Reamer. Yeah. You say that. I mean, okay. he, yeah. He's, so you made me answer He's for willing it, to talk about anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. All right. Um, so let's, uh, you want to stick around and do some uh, the usual stuff we do? Absolutely. All right. Um... We, earlier this week, WEI, in the news again. This time, uh, I don't really understand why anyone thinks it's their fault, but uh, the, the morning show, if you follow the morning show uh, at Kirk and Callahan on Twitter, you'll notice uh, a lot, uh, very often, they tweet things like, uh, if Minahan says he's going to get down to 138, they'll say, breaking, Kirk's going to lose 20 pounds or something. Uh, so they do stuff like that all the time. And I guess the other day, Ken Laird said uh, he thinks Gronk's going to get traded. So they tweet out, breaking news. At Ken Laird says Gronk will be traded. Now, some people not knowing that bit might think, hmm, I wonder if there's more to this, which I can understand. However, uh, if you're a journalist, I feel like it's your job maybe to look one layer deeper and see if it's a joke or what what they mean. Nah. You should should also point out in your own mind that – it's not a news site. It's a morning show that shits on people and makes fun of people. 
So, I mean, while they do talk uh, current events and news and shit, it's not necessarily, you know, CNN. <laughs> it's, not, it's not where you go to for news. And CNN shouldn't be where you go for news either. But it's not where you go for news necessarily. So, why did Mike Florio retweet them thinking it was a legitimate news story? I have no idea, considering he ripped Ron Borges for essentially doing the same thing. Uh, but then when people were like, Florio, you idiot, you'd think he'd be like, well, you know what? They got me. This one's on me. They got me. Instead, he went nah. into a long rant uh, against Ken Laird and WEI, and this is what he said. <laughs> and today I finished PFT Live going about my business, scrolling through Twitter, and I saw that there were some websites that were picking up a report from WEI in Boston, the leading sports a talk joke. station in Boston, an NBC Sports yeah. Radio affiliate. Ken Laird, senior producer of the Kirk and Callahan Just show, title, reporting like that Rob Gronkowski will be traded at some point in the next few weeks. Looked at the tweet. And I said, this is newsworthy. It was what it was, tweeted by the Kirk and Callahan show page. We have a good relationship with them if they're saying it and others are picking it up. I mean, it wasn't anything earth-shattering. There's already a belief that something may be happening. So we gave him the benefit of the doubt. On what? And that was my first mistake of the day. Yes, it was. It was 100% your mistake, Mike Florio. It wasn't anyone else's fault. I don't get what he's mad about. If, I, if I've ever seen... Sorry to interrupt you. Um, if I've ever seen a tweet and I take it seriously and then I'm like, hey, look at this. And I'm like, no, you fucking idiot. This is what he meant. I'd be like, oh, I'm a dummy. What a, what a moron I am. I wouldn't be like, how dare he fool me <laughs> with this erroneous tweet. Well, a couple things about that. I mean, yeah. okay, so he has a good relationship with Kirk and Callahan. Why not call Curtis and be like, hey, just verifying that this is, you know, that Ken heard this or something. Why not just do that and save right. him? I mean, they've said this before, but like save him all of this trouble. Um, but also, what other websites are picking this up? Well, like, it, would, d- it would take an ounce of work to do yeah. the things you mentioned. And that's too much for – see, the, the mistake a lot of people made with the Ron Borges thing is I heard a lot of calls to Sports Talk Radio and everything that – uh you know, what I think is going to happen now is that this Ron Borges thing will have journalists on their toes, and now they'll check their sources more. That's what they should be doing anyway! <laughs> I Okay, so I went to journalism school, and the Borges thing drives me nuts, because yeah. that is exactly what they teach you not to do. I would imagine. <laughs> it's like day one, literally day one, verifying sources. Right. <clears throat> and Sorry. Um, so, yeah, no, verifying sources and then, like, not just having one source— and then lying and saying you have multiple sources. It's, it's bizarre. And uh, so, yeah, everyone thought, well, maybe this will uh, impact journalists in the way they do their stories. No, it won't, because people are still lazy, and they want to look at Twitter and be like, oh, well, <laughs> one person said it. It's, it's, it's literally the equivalent of someone in the, before the Internet and Twitter and all that shit. Someone in the 80s being at a bar and overhearing something right. <laughs> and just reporting it. It's Being like, hey, John said right. that Gronk's getting traded. Right. It's the same thing, which it just happens to be online. I don't know why Twitter is any more reputable than me just saying it to someone. Right. I mean, so what I do for the website here is I take reports from others. Like if, you know, um, Yahoo Sports has uh, news about you know the Masters or something. And I'll take that. Like Sergio Garcia, for example, I did yesterday, like um, hitting five straight into the water. So I'll just take that and kind of post it for EEI. But I'm not taking – which is kind of like what you could do from Twitter or something. But you verify that either other websites have this and that it's it's verified. Um, 
or you like have it yourself from your own sources. Right. So he, he at least verify that like either somebody else has this or that it, it that Ken is is running with this or something. I yeah. mean, it's just it, it does not make sense that he does this and then is blaming Ken and, Cur- and Curtis mostly for this. <laughs> Which is bizarre. Well, he did he did speak to uh, Chris Curtis. Yes. Uh, later in the day, and he goes on to talk about that. I guess well, I don't like, know why he was mad about that. We kind of he kind of goes on to say that he's never going to rely on WEI for anything. Ever again. Yeah, right. Let's hear him talk about that. So things move fast when you're trying to post a comprehensive snapshot of what's happening in the the NFL. And I make no apologies for trusting an outlet that I previously had no reason to believe was not trustworthy. Now, moving forward, I'm never going to rely on anything that WEEI posts as accurate. And I don't care whether they call me separately and say, no, this time it really isn't a joke. I don't care what it is. I'm not going to rely upon it, at least without the caveat, oh, by the way, these are the people who think it's funny to just pretend that something that's true or that's false is true or that's true is false, whatever the hell it is. You know, they know who we mean. He's losing his mind. You get my point. No, we don't, Mike. We don't get your point. He's... I don't don't get why he's mad about this. It's not... They didn't say, like, hey, Mike Florio, guess what? We've got a scoop. They said Ken Laird says... Gronk's going to be traded. That's like me. I've been saying for a month and a half that the Patriots are going to draft Baker Mayfield. It won't happen. But it would be like Todd McShay. Todd McShay, another buddy of mine. I've had a beer with him. So it would be like, so it's possible that Todd McShay would see that on Twitter and say, well, it's being reported that the Patriots are going to draft Baker Mayfield. And then just running with it. Right. And then Mel Kuyper says it. And then now everyone's saying it. Just because my dumb ass is like, yeah, they're going to draft Baker. It's going to happen. They're going to draft Baker Mayfield. Why, why would you be mad at that? I don't, it's, it's bizarre. Now, I guess if WEI tweeted out, uh, Ken, La- Ken Laird says, right. sources say. Right. You know, but other than that, I don't get why he's mad at all. Right. Like when Kirk has a story, the station will tweet it out. And that is, you know, when it's true. But if, Then it's legitimate, yeah. Right. So how has Florio not seen this before? Like if he was to see this, it'd be like, breaking, Mutt loves grapes is another one. Like, <laughs> right. Breaking, um, Mutt cannot name a single Beatles song. Like that's what they do all the time. Yeah, and I think today it was like breaking show, something, about, something about Evan Drellick. Yeah. It's like, it's, let me tell you, there's never been breaking day. news about Evan Drellick other than from that account. So I don't Never. understand how, why, why why doesn't he see those and go ooh some juicy gossip on Mike Mananski right and uh, why not just call Curtis I don't understand why it's, it's he very didn't. weird and then just blames the station because he's embarrassed I mean he you know it, wasn't he a lawyer too ah uh, it's possible. I'm pretty sure Florio was used to be a lawyer that makes it even so worse. wouldn't you think he'd be a little more thorough I yeah. can only imagine that he'd just go into the courtroom like well. A few people told me this guy's innocent. Some people outside. I'm inclined said, to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> was there another uh, Florio clip? Or was there that is. The, the very end of his little rant led to my favorite part of the whole thing. Okay. Now, this story, I think, oh, right, right, right. I think this story happened on April 3rd. Yeah. Which is two days after April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, oh, yeah. So you'd right. expect it on April Fool's Day. So, but Mike, Mike was not impressed. Or Florio was not impressed. Yeah. It's not some over the top, goofy April Fool's Day thing, and it's not even goddamn April Fool's Day. <laughs> He's, he's so mad. The, there's one day a year that's set aside for joking. Sunday. You were, you had to have gotten him on Sunday, not, not Tuesday. Not April not 3rd. Not even April Fool's Day. <laughs> not April 2nd, not April 3rd. You joke with me on April Fool's Day, you don't joke with me at all. What a strange guy. Because I remember, he. I guess he's very sensitive, which I didn't realize. Seems to be. He used to go on uh, DNC or KNC once a week, I think, during football season back mm-hmm. in the day. It is the midday show, too. And he always seen, and he ripped Borges, oddly enough. He was right. a guy ripping Borges. That's right. So he always seemed like 
kind of an all right guy to me. Like the, the little I heard of him, he seemed like you know a guy you could trust. <laughs> he has a great ISDN line, crystal clear. When yeah, you hear always. Yeah, it's like he's in the room with you. And I like that. That's that's really why I liked him. That's, I respect yeah, his no, technology. That's what I like too. Yeah. And I'm like, well, he's no gonna more. be really pissed because ISDN little little insider info. Mm-hmm. ISDN's being ruled out come this summer. Oh no. What does that, yeah. what does that mean? I, ISDN. You know what? Tell me after. I don't, don't yeah. want to bore well, the people. Just, with yeah. that. <laughs> just a little insider info. <laughs> Breaking news. Tweet that out, Dan. Breaking news. ISDN gone. That comes from our engineering department. Thanks, Mike Floria will be crushed. Um, and then the other thing. What do we have for time, Dan? I don't, I don't really care about time this week. but we're, we're about Time matter on a podcast? Right, cool. uh, no, it doesn't. It well, doesn't when, you, when, you're brand, when you're brand new. The, the podcasting does. genius Rob Bradford advised. It wasn't like they said you have to. He is a genius, by the way. Is, certainly. I, unless you heard his uh, Maloney podcast this week. Oh, but. that was great. That was <laughs> I don't know why I didn't keep that up. That was hilarious. <laughs> but the best is if you listen to some of those clips, it was uh, you'll hear from Maloney. But then the best part is you'll hear Bradford go, that's a great point. Yes, yes. Oh, was, so <laughs> I guess he could hear him, or he was just lying. I don't yeah, know what the so deal I was. Yeah, so I was producing with the Midday Show the other day, the day after that came out, and um, and Lou kept saying, no, it sounds better online. It sounds better on the on the website. <laughs> and we were like, what's different about this that we're playing right now and the one that's on the website? It's the exact same thing. Yeah, he should have kept it up. Just cause, well, that's once great. it got, I bet he regrets taking it down once it got play on the morning show, because then people would have wanted to listen to it. Right, I liked it. I thought yeah. it was funny. Surely that's always funny. But, um... Yeah, so the, uh, the, in his inevitable wisdom, Rob Bradford advised me to keep it to a half an hour, and the other podcast I do, Impaired, on my own, is uh, that's like an hour, maybe a little more, and I like doing that because that's more whatever I want to talk about. This is like one topic, and it's new, like people don't know what it is, so it's like do people really want to listen to an hour of, of me right away, you know what I mean? So I don't mind doing a half an hour. Um, I've decided to kind of keep it to that, but like today, I don't mind doing like forty minutes, whatever. It doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. We do have one more. That was the much longer answer to that Speaking question. Speaking of Rob, um, yeah. that's who I would want to do a show with. Bradford, Bradford. I love. He, him. Get, he gets a lot of shit from the morning show, right? And I don't think it's all like, I mean, obviously the stuff that they make fun of him for is funny, but it's also like that helps on a show. You know what I mean? Be yeah. A, I don't know. Maybe he's not as great at joking about that, but he seems like he is when he goes on with them. Yeah, um, no, he, I think he's good. He's a lot better on the air than they give him credit for. I would say. I I love him on the yeah. air, not just because he's my boss. That's not why I'm saying this. But I like. I, he is fun, especially. I produced one of the shows at night that he did, um, and I love when he's on because he just makes it so fun. You never know what he's going to talk about. <laughs> right. Um, no, he's fun. Yeah, he's uh, there, and there's like a lot of people when they hear this shit. Like even like I'll talk about Minahan very glowingly, mm-hmm. and people think it's like just kissing his ass. But it's like if I didn't like but them, I, I, if I, mean, I didn't like right. them, I would never mention them. Yeah. There's other people here that you've never heard me mention just because I have nothing to, good to say about them. So, you know, my th- why, why say it at like all, who? I always say. I mean, the afternoon, show, the afternoon show I'm not a huge fan of. Okay. But I'm not supposed to talk about uh, that, really. Okay. So uh, this, this podcast is about, like, shows. It, it started the day, the first day we recorded was the day the pissant stuff oh, the happened. the stuff, right. So it was kind of decided we'll do a podcast on everything outside of EEI. And then after that, it was, like, every week there was news, <laughs> national news about WEI. So I was like, what an awful time to start this podcast. Yeah, so now we have Florio making national news yeah, right. with us. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, they're always dragging us through the mud, and it's unwarranted. I know. Um, I don't understand, like, when people get mad at WEI. So it's like, what would you rather listen to? Just boring sports talk like they do across the street? I don't understand that. Right. That makes me it feels like such more, a different time. Well, it makes me even more proud to be here. Yeah. Yeah, right. That, that's why I, And that's what I said about Barstool. Is like, I'm not a Barstool fan necessarily i don't read a lot of their stuff or like listen to any of their podcasts really mm-hmm. but like i respect the hell out of them and i like that they don't apologize for anything and uh, they, they they're true to what they want to be mm-hmm. uh and that's why i liked working there and i still like defend them when they're, whenever they're in the news and all that shit how do you and think, it's the same same here really how do you think casey smith is going to do there 
Because uh, I've been so wondering, like, what are they going to have her do? I watched that Boston Sports Tonight show for yes. the first time ever a few weeks ago. It was after she was gone. Okay. It was, like, right after she left. And it was Holly, DJ Bean, and Tom Curran. And they had the chemistry of cellmates on their first night in prison. Oof. It was like it was like they'd never met before and they didn't want to be there. It was weird. I don't weird. think they did. It was weird. <laughs> like, I, have you ever watched that show, Dan? Yeah, I tried watching it the first time. Tried watching first it? Night, the yeah. very first yeah. night I tried, I mean, I watched it just to see, um, yeah, that and that new early edition. I, so judging by that, I, I, never, I, I don't know anything about Casey Smith other than the rare clips I see of that of, from that show. So I have no idea how she'll do at Barstool. Mm-hmm. Um... But I would say Portnoy rarely, I guess Michael Rappaport being the major exception, <laughs> but he rarely swings and misses a talent. Like, especially if it's like not a name. Right. Like, I think they kind of brought in Rappaport because it was well, a Rappaport name. Was, at first, Rappaport was, was good for them. Right. At, at the very well, beginning. It was, a, it was a name. <laughs> at, the, at the very least, it was yeah. someone people knew. Whereas Casey Smith, they're bringing in because obviously they think she's got some sort of talent. Casey Smith's not a name that people are like, oh, i got to tune, in, tune into Barstool. Right. Do you know what she's doing for them? Is she doing radio? Or? I don't. That's why I'm asking. Like, she, I have no idea. She's been doing a lot of stuff with Carabas. Really? Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Interesting pairing. Yeah. I know. Good, good for my boy Carabas. Must be Boston, Boston. Happy birthday, by the way, Jerry. wondering about that, too. Yeah. yeah, it was his birthday the other day. It was. I wish I texted him. I wish I, it made me, made me feel like a real celebrity when I get to text Jared Carabas. <laughs> He's big time now, you know? <laughs> I know. Respond? I saw it on Twitter. I was yes, like, oh, it's his birthday. Yeah. Um... So we have uh, what? What else do we have, Dan? So, we do, so it, is, it is baseball season yes. now. So it brings back, and I think this is going to probably be at least a probably biweekly thing on this show. Yeah, it's one <laughs> at of least my, for the start well, because we got so many new Yankees. Yes, <laughs> at least for the start anyway. But um, so in case you haven't heard, John Carlos stands on the Yankees. Yes, and our man John Sterling. Yes. Oh, right. he had a home run call. Put a lot of work into it. He let's, did. Let's he, hear it. He did. So here's the home run call first. John Carlo, non si può stoparlo. Bizarre. Can you repeat that? <laughs> non si I took Italian in college, actually. I am Italian. And oh, I you are Italian. It. That's right. <laughs> um, and then the the, the oh my goodness. After that, it's what a Stantonian blast yes. or something. He is really mailing it. I mean, Stantonian, Stantonian. Stantonian. Everything yeah. is. Yeah, he uh, he likes to. And do uh, that. Th- th- then there's the the Sanchino is a new one. He really lo- relies right. heavily on the Bambino puns. That's right. But the uh, so the Sterling. I mean the uh, John Carlos Stan thing is interesting because uh, he. If you if you weren't sure what language that was, it was Italian. It's Italian, yes. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton, not one ounce Italian. No, no, Giancarlo is an Puerto Italian Rican and name. Irish, right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so John went on with uh, TMZ Sports and uh, he, explained he explained himself. Well, first of all, I have an Italian girlfriend, Good. and secondly, I call that Berlitz. Strictly, that is strictly, guys. Just so you know, I'm getting it in. On the regular. Oh, yes. With an Italian. Yes. That's the whole reason he's doing this, I <laughs> there's, think. There's no other reason to say that. It was no. to impress her. Guys, hey, yep. just, so, just so you guys know, I may almost be 80. I got a lady in my life. <laughs> She's and Italian. It's not, and it's not She's Susan. She's European. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> a spoiled guinea brat. Uh, <laughs> and this was in after they got Stanton, obviously. Sure. And I said, you know, I'd like something quick that rhymes with Giancarlo. And uh, I, I spoke to the Italian master, a gal named Linda, at uh, Berlitz. And um, it took her a few days, and then she came up with um, this saying, which means you can't be stopped. And that again? It, it, might take me, it might take me a while to get through this. First of all, I like that the master of Italian is a woman named Linda. <laughs> yeah, Linda. <for> <laughs> hey, Linda, how do you say this in Italian? <laughs> it's not like Giantella or something. <laughs> yeah, right. she, 
And it took her a couple days to do this. And it's just trying too hard. Like, right. just don't do so much, John Sterling. Yeah. Just, it, and, and my problem with John Sterling is now he's become, like, he thinks he's the show. Right. He's like, well, people are going to oh, tune into time. Yankees games for me. Big time. That's what he, yes, of course. If he, he's actually like a good, he's got a great voice. He's not a bad broadcaster. He obviously detests Susan Waldman, which I respect which him for. Which is great. Oh, yeah. my God. Her John, voice, I can't. John. Uh, oh, so, my God. <laughs> Roger Clemens Roger is now Clemens. a Yankee. And George's box. So if John Sterling cut out the, the nonsense, he'd be a good broadcaster. But he thinks he's the, the, the one people want to see. Yeah, well, he did a New York Times interview about what he's going to say when Sterling And he's doing it. Run. That's what I really hate is that he's doing it like it's inside the actor's studio. Yeah, I'm not He's like, well, you see, you. My, my process in this was that I thought, what rhymes with John Carter? What, what would the people I like to I consulted an Italian master. <laughs> Named Linda. <laughs> <Yeah>. Linda. <laughs> Named Linda. <laughs> Linda. It took her days to come up with this. <laughs> what else does he say? You can say Stoke Barlow or you can say Fed Marlow. They mean the same yeah. thing. <laughs> no, I'm not exactly... <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? What? They mean the same thing. Can you believe it? Two phrases mean one thing. That doesn't happen in our language at all. What a hilarious coincidence. <laughs> An Italian linguist. So, you know, I, I thought it was kind of catchy and different. Nope. And no. as I say, it's, it's different either. and I'm different. So uh, I'm amazed that there's so it. much attention. I'm absolutely amazed, flabbergasted, and very happy about it. Okay, it, here's, it, it, here's what I think, though, is that it's going to catch on. Not catch on, but people are going to get used to it. Yeah. And then it'll just, like, you know, it'll just be a thing. Like, people are, he's going to hit so many home runs. Yeah, if he, if he has a great year, it's going to be a thing, yeah. which is unfortunate. Oh, You're going to have a bunch of drunk New Yorkers in the Bronx. John Carlo, blah, 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 whatever. Now, he, there's more to that clip, right? Because he explains... I, there was something else that bothered me, but I can't remember what it was. Was that was that the end of it? That was. Oh, the no, end the, of guy, it. the guy. The guy. told me to stop it. The guy. <laughs> when we were pre-recording. Oh, is it when I told you to stop? It? Yeah. The guy asks another question, and his answer wasn't interesting, so it doesn't matter that we don't have the clip. But the guy, uh, he asked it like, "All right, I'm trying to say this in a nice way. You know, his name's not Italian, right? Like, right. <laughs> and he's like, well, the name's Italian." He, I mean, well, maybe he's not Italian, but what, you know, who cares? Also, it just rhymes. I mean, that's Bra- yeah. breaking. Giancarlo's not Italian. Right. Yeah, right. tweet that out. Here you go. Florio will get that. <laughs> it's not even a sport. But it's like he's—he—he he, he baffles me. Where he's—he gets very like, you know, it doesn't really matter. I did this for a break. That's what I really hate about his explanation. His getting inside the mind of this right. genius, John Sterling. <laughs> you know, that, I did this with a break. I know his name is uh, Harold Moskowitz, Moskowitz, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I get why you'd want to change that. Yeah. It's a mouthful. But uh, when he's like, "Yeah, I did this with Abreu," it's like we don't need to hear your greatest hits, John. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just Remember call the, the fucking time game. When... <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Um. So, the, oh, there, there was one other thing I wanted. I didn't mention this to uh, either of you, but I kind of wanted your thoughts. Did you see the thing on um, Dante Divincenzo? Speaking of Italians, a little bit. Dante Divincenzo. Yeah. Yeah. What? I'm baffled by it. I'm I, really the, the reason I brought it up is because I'm so confused by it. Was every tweet, so if you don't know, Dante oh, DiVincenzo yeah, got, got in trouble for uh, tweeting, out, tweeting out seven years ago. some stu- He tweeted out a rap lyric with uh, the N-word in it. Right. And he tweeted out the phrase, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Which, like, if you had a roommate in college, you know that you just, if they left their Twitter open, you took their computer and tweeted stuff. Exactly. <laughs> so, was that it? Or was there something he did that... Uh, warranted people digging up old tweets of his. 
I don't know. I don't think so, right? Is this, so is this what people do for anyone? Like they just go back if, if anyone suddenly is in the news, they go back to yeah. their old any athlete that yeah, just bursts on the scene. It happened true. with uh, Trevor Noah when Trevor Noah got the Daily Show. They dug up old tweets oh, of his right. that they called like racist or something. Like, I know this has happened before. I Cardale can't... Jones on uh, Ohio State when he got thrown into the national championship game a couple yeah. years ago, and then they brought back and he had that tweet like, "We ain't here for school." Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not here to play yeah. school. That's yeah. right. Which that's is like. Right. That's a, kind of a funny thing to say. Like, right. I, I thought that was obviously funny. Obviously, three around, years yeah. before. Right. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. Like, it's, it's, so the, I brought that up because I thought maybe I was missing something and that he said something awful so that people were then going back and like, this is what else he said, which is still kind of shitty yeah. to take something out of context seven years later when the kid was 14. Uh, and but he's he could he's, he's a kid now. So yes. it's like, you know, even if you tweeted something now, you'd be like, I mean, he's 21, 20, whatever he is. However, if you tweet something like that, I would think you'd remember that may- maybe, you would- maybe you wouldn't remember. Yeah. But if you suddenly know, like, oh, maybe I'm going to be in the news soon if I'm <laughs> you know, going to be in this tournament, then maybe go back and delete them. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a little bit, I, I don't know. Cause yeah, but my, I don't my, know the situation. Really, my problem but- with that is then you're saying, like, well, there's a time you're allowed to say things, and then you should yeah, it's true. Maybe erase them later. All. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want. And as long yeah. as my rule is generally, uh, if you can explain it, then say whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. If it's genuinely a joke and that's your explanation, that should be good enough for people. It shouldn't be Mike Florio getting mad right. that you tweeted a fucking that joke. That is a good explanation for that, for the KNC tweet. That's right. a good one. It was a joke. Right. That, that, no further explanation needed. Right. Also, it wasn't even a joke. It was Ken's opinion. I mean, that's just, that was <laughs> right. real. I right. Mean, it was just he says. Right. Not even he reports. Right. Uh, which is bizarre. But, yeah, so the, he, he's tweeting out rap lyrics, which we, all of us douchebags did when we were 15, 16. Yes. Um, I don't care what word is in it. It's taking, literally, mm-hmm. the exact lyrics that were in a song, r- typing them down, and hitting send. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. I don't think it's a big deal. He didn't even say, I want to be allowed to say this. He just no. tweeted a, la- a rap play. I don't, I don't get why. And it just uh, speaks to our shitty culture that now, like, it's people's jobs to go through people's Twitter mm-hmm. and say, well, these are all the th- shitty things they've said. And I know I've said shitty things. So that's why I, I'm concerned about it. Right. Because if eventually I, they'll be like, this is what Mike said. <laughs> and, if uh, I went yeah. back to my Twitter, like, I don't know, when it, like five years ago or whenever, I would just be like embarrassed by things I've tweeted. Like I went back to that, like that first tweet, like you can see what the first tweet you've tweeted was. And it yeah. was like, yay Celtics with like 20 Y's. And oh, like it, wasn't all these a, exclamation. it wasn't bad. It, was it just wasn't like, everyone's first tweet. Like <laughs> what the heck is Twitter? Right. I don't know how to use this thing. Right. That was everyone's first tweet. That's like right. what Hello, am I doing Twitter. on here? I guess I made a Twitter. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we know we see you on is here. We get it. <laughs> like that, somebody did that one. Well, like the first tweet they, um, yeah. So that's, I would just cringe at like old tweets. Yeah. I, my, the ones I would get uh, very embarrassed by are, like, drunk tweets that mm. I've sent. Like, just shit I've said, like, where, like, <laughs> I get, sometimes I get a little emotional. And I'll just tweet out, like, vague shit. Like, I'm a piece of shit. And everyone's like, what, what are you doing? And then the next morning I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I was Just ignore me. I'm sorry, everyone. That, that's what I would be very embarrassed. And that still happens yeah. today. So the, follow me on Twitter, folks. At Blind Mike Underscore. That's true. It sounds like a wild follow. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wild ride. <laughs> um, so that's it for this week of Trash Talk. Lucy, how'd you enjoy it? I loved it. You loved it. Was it was fun. Would Went you come back fast? another time? Of course. All right. I'm always here. Anytime. So I'm, I'm around. All right. Our door is always open. Literally, these don't lock, so just walk in it's whenever true. you see us on. They are always open. Um, if you uh, want uh, incompetence in uh, producing advice, Dan Watkins at DWADDY93. Uh, what's your Twitter, Lucy? Lucy Bird? It is Lucille Bird. Lucille Bird. Yes. Very official. Yes, Lucy Bird was taken. And, so uh, I reported that account so that <laughs> that account would no longer be in existence, but 
was not violating I couldn't believe rules. Blind Mike with no underscore was taken. Oh, what? I couldn't believe that when I when I made that account. I was like, God damn it. And they don't even use it. And Mike Geary is taken. They've screwed me. Interesting. Yeah. So Blind Mike underscore. And uh, you uh, you run the EI Instagram too, or do you? Um, I don't run it, but I work with it. Okay. So, yeah. I've seen you on there, like, stories and stuff. Yes, yeah, I okay. do some, some, like, question of the day stories sometimes. So if something comes up, then I will do a poll about that. So, Very yeah. cool. And uh, please, folks, if you liked uh, today's episode or any of our other episodes, subscribe on uh, iTunes. Give us a five star. We got our first one star, right, Dan? I did. I saw that. You yeah. son of a bitch. Come down here and say it to my face. Was there a comment with that star? No. No. No, no comment. Cowards. Just, just Pure cowards. Total cowards. Yeah. It was probably me, drunk Jesus. again. <laughs> I suck. One star. Um, yeah, so uh, give us the old... Right. You can say bad things about me. I don't care. Just give us five stars. That's all I ask. Um, and uh, we will be out every Thursday or Friday. You know the deal. Whatever. Subscribe. Yeah, whenever I feel like putting it out. I'm running out of steam here. <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, hopefully. It might be on iTunes. It might not. It's a roll of the dice. Um, that's it. See you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.